The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit. God created man for relationship and fellowship. God created man for relationship and fellowship. First of all, fellowship with himself. Two, fellowship with others. If you're married, fellowship with your spouse. After fellowship with God, fellowship with your spouse. Then fellowship with others. See, man is a social creature. He needs to communicate with others. That's the way God made us. And that's why if you observe, social media has such power because of the connections. We, we, need, we have this need for affirmation, for self-expression, for recognition, for attention. All these needs, social media gives us that attention. And that's why we put posts of our pictures. Why? We want likes. We want affirmation. See? And we, we look at the likes, rejoice over the likes. Because man was created for relationships. Are you following me? But there's one thing you've got to understand that the, the most important relationship in your life is a relationship with God. And that relationship would affect every other relationship. See, so long as a relationship with God and your fellowship with God is healthy, your relationship with others will be healthy. See, because our relationships are actually a, re- a reflection of our spiritual condition. Our relationships are simply a reflection of our spiritual condition. If you read Ephesians chapter 5, beginning from verse... 18 downwards, you'll observe the fact that it tells us to be filled with the Spirit. Let's just read. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Next. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and make singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. First of all, we all know that joy is good for your health. A merry heart, do it good like medicine. That's what the Bible says, Proverbs 17, verse 22. See, the a merry heart church was, it says, a merry heart does good like a medicine. See, laughter is good for you. And that's why we tell people that sickness is, first of all, a spiritual condition before it's manifested in the body. So sickness is a spiritual condition manifested in the body. So if I take care of my spirit, it will take care of my body. See, because the life of God is in your spirit. It says, go back to Ephesians 5, beginning from verse 18 again. He says, do not be drunk with wine which, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Then he says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Then he says in verse 20, giving thanks always for all things to God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 21, please. It says, submitted to one another in the fear of God. Now notice that when you are filled with the Spirit, when you honor the influence of the Spirit of God, you have the fear of God. You have the fear of God. And the Bible says, to fear God is to hate evil. You see, to fear the Lord is to hate evil. 
Job 28, 28. It says, Behold, the, the fear of God, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. You see that? So when you fear God, you have a hatred for evil. So that's wisdom. See, let's look at Proverbs 8. Let's begin from verse 11. Proverbs 8, 11. Wisdom is talking. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. Next. I, wisdom, adore prudence, and find out knowledge and discretion. Next. It says, the fear of the Lord is what? Is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and evil way and the parents' mouth are hate. So when, 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 you, when you're spiritually healthy, you have the fear of God. But look at the next one in Ephesians 5, verse 22 now. Ephesians 5, 22. Ephesians 5, 22. It says, why submit, unto your, submit to your own husband as to the Lord? Notice, before it tells the wise to submit, it speaks about their spiritual condition. See, a woman will not submit to her husband if she doesn't have the fear of God. See, our rebellion is a reflection of a spiritual condition. Rebellion against parental authority. Rebellion against um, your husband's authority. Except your husband is doing something wrong, then um, that's a different case. But when you always want to have your way as a wife, you're not spiritually healthy. See, every marriage is a reflection of the spiritual conditions of the individual involved. That's why it says, be filled with the Spirit. Because when you're filled with the Spirit, to be filled with the Spirit is to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. To be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. You see that? And the Bible tells us in Galatians 5, let's read from verse 15 to 16. Galatians 5. Say, but if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed of one another. By one another. See, most marriages, there's, there's this fight. In fact, let's read from verse 13. We'll come to 16 later. But look at it. Say, for you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use the liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Now, that tells us that in a marriage, if the people are in love, they'll be willing to serve one another. I've seen people when we're younger, when the person's um, maybe his girlfriend or fiance comes to see him, he will clean the whole house, make the whole place smell nice, and prepare food and do what. This guy is serving because he's in love. In other words, in a marriage relationship, when you stop serving, you stop loving. I'm going to say it again. When you stop serving, you stop loving. So how are you treating your spouse now? Do you treat your spouse just like a maid? Or are you willing to serve her or to serve him? It says, by love, through love, serve one another. Look at verse 14 now. It says, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Next. It says, but if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. You see that? Next. It says, if I say then walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. You shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. So now, if the husband and wife, they are fighting, that means they're not spiritually healthy. They're not under the influence of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of love. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of joy. See that? When you're depressed, it shows you're not spiritually healthy because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of joy. 
The Bible tells us in Romans 14, we'll come back here later, with Romans 14 verse 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So how do I know that this individual is spiritually healthy? Do they have joy? Do they have joy? Do they have peace? Are they living right? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, this is not living right by, by your struggle, but the Holy Spirit through you, influencing you from within. Look at verse 18, please. 14, 18. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. That means men are looking for righteousness, peace, and joy. Galatians 5, verse 16 to 17 now. It says, For I say then, walk in the spirit and shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. Look at the next verse. It says, For the flesh lost against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. These are contrary to one another, so that you don't do the things that you wish. Verse 18. It says, But if you are led by the spirit, what did he say? You're not under the law. Because a man or woman that is led by the spirit, it doesn't need regulations. It does the right thing without supervision. You see that? Now, sometimes I want to dress for a service, and I say, okay, I want to wear this suit, and I have a check not to wear that suit. Now, I didn't know that maybe a button has caught from the waistcoat. Then I say, oh, but I like this suit. I have a check, and I said, to wear this one. Then I say, I ask individuals, I say, what should I say? They say, okay, but that one is better, Apostle. But I know in my spirit, then I wear, oh, the button is caught. Oh, boy. Then I have to wear this one. You see that? Even today. See, because if you are led by the Spirit, you don't need regulations. You don't need regulations. You just do the right thing at the right time. That's what the Bible says. It leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. In other words, if God is leading you, he will not lead you into sin. See, if you follow the Holy Ghost, you will not make mistakes. You will minimize your mistakes in life if you follow the Holy Spirit. In Romans 8 verse 4, the Bible says, For the righteousness of the law is fulfilled in those, see, in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but after the Spirit. When you follow the you don't need the law. You just do what is right from your inward man. You do what is right without thinking. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Tell someone, follow the Holy Ghost. Yeah, the Holy Ghost. The whole King James the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. All right. If you want to develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit, number one, you must be born again because you cannot receive the Holy Spirit unless you are born again. You see that? The Bible says, and I'll pray the Father for you, John 14, 16, that it will give you another comforter. See, you can just say another helper. That he may abide with you forever. That he may abide with you forever. Look at the next verse, verse 17. The spirit of whom the word cannot receive. No unbeliever can receive the Holy Ghost. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. For you know him, for he does with you and shall be in you. Verse 18. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. The Holy Ghost brings the love of the Father to us. All right? Number two, you need to be filled with the Spirit. You need to be filled with the Spirit. The infilling of the Holy Spirit is priceless in the Christian experience. 
Because he empowers us to live out our convictions and be witnesses for Christ. Don't forget the Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom. It's the spirit of understanding. It's the spirit of counsel and might. It's the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So when you yield to the Holy Spirit, you're yielding to wisdom, to understanding, to counsel, to might, to knowledge and the fear of the Lord. That's Isaiah 11 verse 2. He said, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So if you will yield to the Holy Spirit, all these things will flow out of you. So you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's how get filled with the Holy Spirit. Sure, sure, sure. See, when Jesus was leaving the earth, one thing he told them to receive was the Holy Spirit, which means receiving the Holy Spirit is so, so important. Hallelujah. So important. In Luke 4 verse 1, the Bible says, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Notice, it was filled with the Holy Spirit and was led. Do you know that it is easier to maneuver a car when it starts moving? Let me explain what I mean. If a car is static, you turn the steering, no force moving it, it's going nowhere. You start the car and it starts running. If you turn it, it's going to that direction. It's going to, you get what I'm saying? So when you're filled, when you're born or carried by that influence, it's easier for God to lead you. You see why you need to maintain spiritual health and stay full of the Holy Spirit? See, you need to stay full of the Holy Spirit. Tell someone, stay full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And there are things you can do to stay full of the Holy Spirit. We'll deal with that shortly. Acts 1.8, it says, And you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. See, the Holy Ghost, when it comes, you receive power. He empowers you. Receiving the Holy Spirit is receiving power for your divine assignment. Receiving the Holy Spirit is receiving power for your divine assignment. Whatever God has called you to do. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive the power for that assignment. And that's why it's so important that we all receive the Holy Spirit. And shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now if you look at Exodus 31 Reading verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, See, I have called my name, Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of all of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the Spirit of God. Notice when you stay full of the Spirit in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. In other words, anything this guy would do, he would know what to do. Why? Because I have filled him with the Spirit of God. And this is a lesser testament. Because we have a better testament. That means as a child of God that is filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, you receive much more than you know. You receive the capacity to do your job better than the unbeliever. You see that? But many people don't know. They just feel, okay, I received the Holy Ghost, I'm talking in tongues. No, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive more. You receive the person. So whatever comes to that person, you receive. Oh, it's with of wisdom, you receive the of wisdom. So your counsel, you receive counsel. Feel understanding? Yes. Spirit of might, yes. Spirit of the, the, the knowledge, yes. Spirit of fear of the Lord, yes. So the more you yield to the Holy Spirit, the more you see these things work in your life. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, might. See, if you're weak spiritually, you're not fully yielded to the Holy Spirit. See, because when you're yielded to the Holy Spirit, it strengthens your inward man with might. Give us Ephesians 3.16. Ephesians 3.16. It says that it will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, 
to be strengthened with might, how? Through his spirit, where? In the inner man. The Holy Spirit strengthens your inner man. It gives you strength within. The capacity to handle pressure. So when you feel that you're weak, all you need to do is to stare up that infinite again. Say, stare it up. It's there. The water is there. Stare it up. Hallelujah. So if you want to maintain spiritual health, there are certain things you can't you can tolerate in your life. And one of them is depression. You cannot tolerate depression in your life. In Isaiah 12 verse 3, the Bible says, With joy you shall draw waters out of the well of salvation. Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. With joy. If you, want to, if you want to draw from that well, you must maintain your joy. Just you maintain your joy. Yeah, you can't, you can't have unforgiveness in your life. You can't. Because you want to be joyful. You want to be full of joy. So that there can be a flow. See? To maintain that flow. It says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. Ephesians 5.19. You see, you maintain. You, you, you speak in psalms and hymns. Your language matters. See, you can grieve the Holy Ghost by the way you talk. And the influence of the Holy Ghost will wane. See, you, need, you want to have strong influence of the Holy Ghost. Then your language matters. See, it says, speaking, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks to God and the Father. For all things. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. See, be grateful. Find something to be grateful for. You will maintain that, that, that influence. That influence. If you're always complaining, 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 it'll wane. You have to stand up again. It'll wane. That's why sometimes I, I, I intentionally avoid those whose lives grieve me within. Intentionally. See? Because if you can maintain that flow, it will keep your body in health to give you strength. You will know what to do. You will not be confused. Anytime you ask a question, you have answer. You always know what to do because your spirit is healthy. So your spirit, your, 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 that influence is strong. So wisdom is strong. Understanding is strong. Counsel, you can tell me what to do on time. Just, uh, do like, ah, how could you just know what to do like that? Might, knowledge, the fear of the Lord. There's reverence in your life. You can't just talk anyhow. You can't just fight anyhow. So it's so important we maintain that influence. See, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You receive him. See, the, the initial experience, you receive the Holy Ghost. But you maintain the infilling. See, in Ephesians 5 verse 18, it says, Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled. Now, scholars tell us it means be being filled. No, stay full of the Holy Ghost. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. Maintain the fire. So one thing you need, joy. No, no, you're offended. Don't let it stay long. If it stays long, quench. You don't want him to quench the fire. See, there's things you do. You stay that influence. He said, joy. Secondly, the word. The word. Fresh word. 
Get a fresh word. See, stay on the word of God until you get a rhema. It keeps your spirit fresh. And so long as you're fresh in your spirit, that, that influence will be strong. You can just want to talk to somebody. You're talking, you're talking normally. You're talking normally. And you go, ah, uh-uh. this guy, you don't Chris. No. The spirit to control of the tongue, because what he wanted to say to you right now, he should not say it to you right now. Even though his mind did not know he should stop, he should not say it. But the spirit knew and controlled the flesh because the influence is strong. You see that? That's what I experienced in my life. I'm talking, I mean, if you've seen it happen in church, I want to say something, and you say, that's what should be happening in your life. It happens with, with me on the street. Not once. Oh, I'm sorry, Mary, I shouldn't say that now. Okay. What kind of life is this? It's an influence. See, just as someone can be filled with Ogogoro and say, we go postpone Christmas. We go postpone. There's a guy that used to drink then in Agudama when I was living around there, and he would say, we need to go and see the governor. We need to postpone Christmas. The guy wanted to postpone Christmas because he was drunk. He said, we go, go, we, go, we go postpone Christmas. The date of Christmas is not set by government. I hope you know that. He did, because he was, not think, he was drunk that time. Now, if you tell him afterward, he said, me, I cannot talk like that. See, he was on an influence. A guy gets so drunk and moves into a gutter. Have you seen it? And sleeps there till morning. Sleeps comfortably. Then in the morning, ah, what am I doing here? He was on an influence. You can stay under the influence of the Spirit, and things are happening around you, you rise above it. See, one, joy. Maintain your joy. Why? The joy of the Lord is your strength. See, joy is an evidence of strength. When you lose joy, you lose strength. See, and that's why I prayed for them that they might be strengthened with might by the Spirit in the inner man. You see that? Because if you read before here, it was telling, give me verse, give me 13. It says, therefore I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. No, don't become discouraged. So now these people are getting discouraged. What did he pray? That God will strengthen that evil man with might. See, when you are depressed, your spirit is weak. And the things you do that can strengthen your spirit, one is the word of God. The word of God strengthens your spirit. In Daniel eleven thirty two, the Bible says, those who do know their God, will be strong and carry out great exploits. Then 11.32. So the word of God strengthens your spirit. It is after 3 verse 6. It says, wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times and strength of salvation and the fear of the Lord is the treasure. The word of God will strengthen your spirit. See, because you want to maintain this infilling, this, this, this influence of the spirit on your life. So you need, to, you need to be close to the word of God. Then prayer. What kind of prayer? Speaking in tongues. Very important. You spend them speaking in tongues, building up your spirit. Oikodomio. First Corinthians 14 verse 4. It says, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself. Oikodomio. See, this word oikodomio means to build or repair a house. Your body is your house. Your body is your house. When you speak in, in tongues, you are actually repairing your body. Now, if all Christians really knew this, that the more you speak in tongues, the healthier you will be. 
You are repairing your body. You build or repair a house. So when you're speaking in tongues, God is healing your kidneys, healing your spleen, healing your liver, healing all kinds you don't even know about. This is edifies them. He repairs himself. He, re- he fixes what is wrong inside of him. And some of you, you go to the doctor and say, you're okay. But you know, you know what you're feeling in your body. Say, is, is there something wrong? He said, well, look at the scan. There's nothing. He said, but I'm feeling the pain. Say, and the pain is but Okay, take this pain relief. You take the pain. It's still there. You need to economize. You say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray concerning this pain. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, I don't know the cause of it, but I yield to you to pray concerning this. You pray and pray and pray. Don't stop. Until you, are, until you have a note of victory, you get quiet. Lock yourself in. This pain has been there for too long. Then, as you're praying, the energy in your spirit, because the Bible says the spirit is life, the energy in your spirit, that raw power that God has encased in your spirit by the Holy Ghost, begins to enter your body. Begins to enter your body. Begins to enter your body. Before long, you, may not, you will not even know it. There's a minister in our country used to have terrible ulcers. And it was that bad that even while he's ministering, it will come. And when it comes on him like this, he will run out of the, of the minute meeting and go and be throwing up outside. It's that terrible. The sick will come and meet him and be praying for the sick while he, because they still want their healing. You say, okay, you're finished. And that's how ministry is. People don't really care how you are. Pastor, there's a way things are for me now. Have you asked how things are? So he had this pain. He said this pain was so bad, his father would say, I wish this pain could come upon him. The father wanted the pain because the son was suffering. The cries and he said, one day he said, I'm going to pray until this thing stops. So he started praying. He prayed and slept off. For a long time. When he came to, he realized that that was the day the pain ended in his life. He has oikodomiot. So some of you have not oikodomiot. See, you've not repaired your body. You've not repaired your brain. You always forget. You always forget. You forget. No, something's wrong. You say, Father, concerning my memory, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I trust you now to help me pray until I have a note of victory. And you pray and pray and pray. And that energy will energize your brain. You find that you're catching things fast. Say, what? What happened to me? Well, you go to me, has taken place. See, the first thing is joy. Second thing, you spend time with the word of God. Thirdly, prayer. What kind of prayer? Speaking in other tongues. Very, very important. Speaking in other tongues. Many of you don't speak in tongues. Just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, bless me today. Bless our pastor. Protect him from evil people. In the name of Jesus, protect him who is our pastor. In the name of Jesus, protect his wife. Protect his children. Protect my family too. Papa God. You finish. Amen. Hallelujah. You close. But you need a week of meal. When you wake up to me, you're there. You say, Father, I just want to fellowship with you. See, and all his enemies fall back in his presence. You spend quality time with him. And whatever is wrong in your body is healed without prayer. See, to maintain that infilling. So important that you maintain that infilling. As you get into the word of God, let him repair you. 
See, because many of you are carrying things in your body, you've carried for a long time. Some of you, this is your trouble with your thinking. It's what you could do you need to repair your mind. You need to repair your mind. You are so negative. You are so negative that when you are positive, you are negatively positive. See, now wow. Therefore, don't keep us in now. I thank God, say they're not keeping me. Like, wow, thank you, Lord, for saving me. That's positive person. Hey, therefore, kill me. I know, said, don't kill me, finish. But thank God, said, they don't kill me. Notice, he said, God saved me. He said, they don't kill me. Negative. They need a wikudomio for God to repay you. See, because when that influence is there, there will be joy, there will be peace. See, there are certain things the Holy Spirit taught me how to know your spiritual health. There are certain things. One is joy. Two is peace. And three is love. How quick are you to forgive? See, how quick are you to forgive? Hallelujah. So I want you to think about it. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. Joy. The Word. Prayer. Number four, your language. Ephesians 4 verse 29. Your language, the way you talk, can affect that flow. It says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification. Why? That it may impart grace to who? To the hearers. Next. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Are you a positive person? Some of you are negative. Your language is always negative. It will affect your spirit. The Holy Ghost wants a positive person to attach himself to. To flow in his life. Some of you need to go to God and say, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry I'm very negative. You need to help me. Set a watch over my mouth and a guard of my tongue. I did that. That's when those things started happening. When you interrupt my talk, when I want to talk. So you want to say something? You, you want? You want? Maybe your wife annoys you. Your husband annoys you. You want to say, "Likrus kifaire," because you can't. You can't do that now. You, you told him, "Set a watch over my mouth," and you meant it. And a guard of my tongue. Holy Spirit, I don't want to be negative. I want to say only words you want me to say. See that? I want to say only words you want me to say. You know you would have finished your husband now with the words. Or with your wife with words. But right now your words. Somebody annoyed you. You came out. Your neighbor is talking anyhow. And you're so angry. You get a steak roll a cast in eye. Ah, so, oh boy, no cost me. Cost me. Somewhere you require on the tongue of tongues. But he doesn't know the Holy Ghost is guarding your mouth. You see that? Number four, your language. Number five, quickly, to maintain an influence, your love life. Your love life. You must maintain a love life. Loving God, loving people. And that influence will be powerful. Ephesians 4, verse 30, 31, 32. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. 
let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Next. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Maintaining a love life. Maintaining a love life. Maintaining a love life. You just have that influence. I cannot not have the flow of God. Our morning devotions together, when we take communion, the power of God flows. And I'm teaching my children too. And I ask them, what did God tell you? What did you hear? Sometimes I want to speak and there's a restraint. I hear him, but I can't speak it. So I know he's training them. I say, what did God say? This one said, God said, this God. And they will put all the statements together. Those were the things God told me. But now it's training them. But many people, they are almost wanting devotion. say, all right, okay, let us pray. In Jesus' name, all right, bye-bye. When you bring the Holy Ghost into your morning devotion. My son would just say, I hear God saying this. How old is he? But that influence, I'm bringing that influence into the home. You are the father, you are the one that will bring it. You are the mother, you are the one that will bring it. So they know God is real. When they know you are trying to talk, you help communion. You say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we mangaate olenkai karastunkun kristingai. They'll say, Amen. Because they know something's going to happen now. That is not that is not just talking now. Spirit of God will speak now from Father. And I'll speak a word. Then it gets to the point I stop and say, I perceive somebody has a word. That's where your morning devotion should be. The last time we had an all-night meeting that we, we held, Joshua prayed for two hours, over two hours. As we're praying loud. And he prayed to the point he started crying. He didn't know what was happening to him. The Holy Ghost had overwhelmed the boy. He was just crying. My daughter prayed for over three hours. Loud. You the father. You make sure that influence is on you. You're the head. You come on ahead first. You see that? You're the head of that home. You're the head of that marriage. You see that? So, when your head is intoxicated, it will move the body. Do you have that influence on you, Father? Do you have that influence on your mother? Do you have that influence on you? Your life is just ordinary. Bow your heads for a moment, please. It's time. I want you to just talk to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, I want to know you. Show me how to walk in deep intimacy with you. The Holy Spirit desires it more than you desire it. So if you are sincere, you will step in. The Holy Spirit desires that relationship with you more than you desire it. So if you are sincere, you will step in. If you are watching right now, you can also talk to the Lord. The Holy Spirit wants to be involved in your life. We are showing you how to walk in that influence. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. You receive it, the initial experience. You stay full of the Spirit. You maintain that influence over your life. So while you're watching right now, you can talk to the Lord. 
that you want to know the Holy Spirit in a deep and intimate way. And that way he will reveal Jesus to you. He will reveal the Father to you. He will reveal, he will reveal whatever you want to know from him. He will teach you. Jesus said he will teach you all things. And else you will not be in the dark concerning any subject. Concerning what is happening in the world today, he will guide you to knowledge. He will guide you to information. You'll be shocked at what he reveals to you. He will guide you to websites you never knew existed. He will teach you all things. He will teach you anything. By the grace of God, I'm blessed with knowledge. Not because I'm smarter than anyone else. Because of the Holy Spirit. is the spirit of a sound mind. It brings intelligence into your mind. It brings discipline into your mind. It upgrades your thinking. It transforms your thoughts. Right now, talk to him wherever you're watching. You want to know the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Invite him into your business. Invite him into your health. Invite him into your home. Invite him into your finances. Tell him, Holy Spirit, you have a say in my finances. You have a say in my health. You have a say. You have a say. Bring God into these things. Let him, let him take you beyond where you are right now. Invite him into your marriage. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want to know you beyond how I know you now. I want to know you better than I've ever known you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to me in a whole new way like I've never known before. Take me deeper into the waters of the Spirit. Take me deeper into the rivers of the Spirit. Take me, Father. Take me higher. Take me deeper. Blessed Holy Spirit. Blessed Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Wherever you are, please stand up for a moment. Lift your hands to us, Kevin. And say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to know the Holy Spirit. I want to have a deep and intimate personal relationship with Him like never before. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to me. Manifest yourself to me. Magnify Jesus in my life. Fill my life with the Father's love. Make God real to me. In Jesus' name. I invite you into my life. In the name of Jesus. I invite you into my prayer life. Into my study life. Into my mental life. Into my emotional life. Into my physical life. Into my social life. Into my health. Into my marriage. Into my home. Into my children. Into my finances. Into my job. Into my business. Holy Spirit, take over. You are in control now. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Say this with me. Say, Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's Word and His Spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the Word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wally Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogulu, Yenegua, Bayonso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.